Your personal brand starts with your appearance, and what you wear says everything about you to others. You've heard a dress for the job you want? Well, we're talking to fashion experts on creating an authentic look to attract the life you want on the Style Interpretive Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Style Interpreted Podcast. Today I'm joined by Leticia Hernandez. Leticia, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. No, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. And you know, we actually met in the in the fashion world. You were actually, uh, was it your first casting call that you had done? It's my first one. Wow. First one. Very cool. And it was for the most brand. And I saw you at the show and mm-hmm. just been seeing you around. So I'm really excited to have you here. Yeah, I'm excited too. So you're Mexican by, you know, well, you're born there, right? Yes. But you're, you've been in Chicago your whole life. My whole life. Tell me how you got into or what, what pulled you into fashion. Um, ironically, it was at my job. Um, I was making a smoothie for this one photographer and he kind of like, I got to know him a little bit, you know, through those interactions. And he was just like, Hey, I'm a photographer. Um, I'd love to have you at my studio and, you know, take a couple, couple photos. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not my thing. I was very like, behind the scenes I like painted I drew like I was never yeah like I I never was the person to be in front of the camera Mm. um so then I said okay like let's let's try it out so try it out and I like ended up liking it a lot so it was really fun at the time you were working at a a gym right yes I was working at export I was the front desk girl okay yeah so that kind of happened um I loved the like shots that came out of it um but then I never really thought much more of like doing it again until he like invited me out a second time Mm. um this one was a really cool one because this one was where uh he invited a makeup artist and they for five hours turned me into a pumpkin Wow. Yeah, turned me into a pumpkin. Five hours. Five hours to get this paint on me. And then it was like... It's like a literal pumpkin. Yeah, I was like literally orange. Like my bathtub looked like a pumpkin got murdered. (laughs) How funny is that? (laughs) It was absolutely... But it was such a cool experience. And then the way like his artistic um, adventure to like turn me into like... He beheaded my head, but then he had an actual pumpkin. And it was like the spooky season. And the way it just came out was just so cool. I was like, I need to do more of this. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah. And like what what are the things that I guess you've learned since then? Because being that... That's probably a little while ago, right? Yeah, that would be... That was four years ago. And what what drew you to actually want to go do uh, like a runway then? It... So the so I kept doing it a little bit more. It was inconsistent, mm. um, but I became a manager at Export, so that kind of took away a lot of my time to be more of a creative individual. Like I couldn't sit down, I couldn't paint, I couldn't draw. I was like at the gym like almost twelve hours. You were crushing it though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was there like fitness, like for my own personal self, but then also for work. Yeah. Um. That I. I still wanted to do something creative. So I decided to join a couple like Facebook groups for like modeling and kind of doing TFPs, kind of trade for work for photos. Um, And I would partner up with some of the photographers and that gave me that like still ability of still being creative, still being able to do something um, that wasn't necessarily just drawing and painting. I could still have that creative aspect in my world. Yeah. And and when you think about those kind of experiences of, 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 partner collaborating with with different uh photographers and makeup artists like for those that are listening and and think about like wanting to get into the industry what advice would you give as far as 
you know, making those right decisions, but also finding those opportunities to explore the things that, that interest them. Definitely. Like the biggest one I always tell all the models I met is those Facebook groups. Um, cause there's like some in New York, some in LA, you can even join those. Like if you're planning on a trip to go to New York, you can like collaborate with some of them, literally a quick post being like, Hey, I'm going to be in New York. I, I'd love to work with someone. And then they like, they collaborate with you. They get in touch with you and then just kind of, um, you know, showing support with them too. The biggest one, um, I had this great opportunity to work with this amazing photographer. Her name's um, Rebecca. Uh, she goes by Rebs uh, on her Instagram. And I found her through the Facebook Instagram or like Facebook group. And I fell in love with her work absolutely fell in love I was mesmerized and I was just like I don't know how I don't know when but I'm gonna work with her yeah and so I you know followed her on her Instagram and I just I just started liking everything commenting supporting her adding her onto like my Instagram story and me like guys you have to check this girl out her work is amazing and she did a raffle she did a raffle and so i tagged two of my friends like did like all the rules and stuff like that and i was just like don't mind me i'm just trying to win a photoshop mm -hmm. i mean a photo shoot um and she pulled my name she pulled my name so that was like the coolest experience i was just like i said i didn't know how i didn't know when but i was gonna work with her so just doing simple things like that like kind of like doing like trade you're you're supporting yeah. them and then they like they love that you know yeah. they get that's how people see their work, get support and get more followers. And then you're able to collaborate with them, just letting them quickly know like, hey, love your work. I would love to collaborate with you and do like a project. That's amazing. Yeah. And what have you found in terms of the community? Because it's not something that I think uh, Chicago has really been known for for a long time. But now it seems that fashion is really making its presence here and just being a very forward city in that. What have you found as you've connected with a lot more community? Because I've seen, you know, you uh, really doing a good job of networking and being a part of that, that culture and community. I definitely is the support. You know, the support that like as an upcoming model and like not knowing anything in the industry, but the willingness of people that love to help you out and give you tips and tricks has been the most inspiring part of this process. Cause like I said, like I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of like venturing in and like my first fashion show, like at the back stage when we were all getting ready, some of us were brand new and we're like, we don't know how to walk. Like we don't mm, know what we're doing. Yeah. And all the models that had experience, they're like, let's walk. Wow. So we just literally practiced backstage and we were all like doing our little thing. They were teaching us little things like if they had gone to like a model boot camp, they're like, well, this is what they showed us. So here you do it. So we were all just changing information, like sharing that knowledge. And it was such a great experience because I didn't know what I was going to expect. You know, like I almost feel like almost Hollywood gives the like modeling world or just even Hollywood is like the stuck up, like, oh, like, you know, kind of gatekeep all that information. And in Chicago, it's been the complete opposite. It's been like networking, like you said, you know, like introducing one another to one, like other people or other opportunities. And it's like sharing that wealth around. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And as far as culturally, do you find that, because um, I, I guess I look at it like where us being Mexican, that certain things just weren't a part of our culture. You know, that's not something that you would hear often. I didn't have any family or anybody who ever did something like that, didn't really know anybody who was in modeling. Do you find that it's something that you had to explain to your family or to overcome or have they been pretty accepting of it? What's been your experience? It 
it's definitely complicated because it's not something that you know it's done you know even like me when I was trying to go um, for college for like being an artist like it's something that they weren't so keen with mm. um you know they wanted me to do something traditional you know they wanted my dad wanted me to be a lawyer a doctor my mom wanted me to be a teacher these like traditional like secure safe jobs um but that wasn't like what i wanted yeah my like it just didn't touch my soul the way like being creative being like in front of a camera drawing it just didn't hold the same value and it was like i don't want to do it so it, it created like some complicated conversations of like, oh, but like you're not making any money. Oh, but like you're not doing this. Like, you know, you're not. What are you doing? And right, I'm like, right. honestly, I don't know, but I'm just doing it. <laughs> That's it. And I, and I got to say some of the things that you the way that you approach life is really, really cool. Um, I, I do want to bring up the, uh, you know, your, your home and how you got all that with the, <laughs> the, the down payment. Right? It's, like, it's a cool story. But before we kind of go down that, that rabbit hole, like what, what is it about um, the, the creative side of things that you feel this calling towards versus, you know, well, I guess more or less because you took the, this courage. I mean, took the courage to do what you do. Right. And and it's a scary thing. Right. Yeah. It's so terrifying. It is. Like, how do you handle it? How do you approach that in a sense of you know, letting, not letting the fear overcome you. It's almost like I always think about it as a stepping stone. So that first casting where I met you, oh my God, it was like absolutely like the worst experience of my life. You were nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. Yeah. I did, you, you were asked to walk twice, right? Twice. Yeah. And that like, that's nerve wracking. Like, yeah. cause it was just, I didn't know what to expect. You know, like Ray had like, was like, Hey, I have a casting call on Saturday. You should come by. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't know it was going to be in front of the designer. I like had no idea what I was getting myself into it. And I'm like over here watching YouTube videos, Instagram, like reels. I'm like, how do, how do I walk? Like I know how to do like walk on heels, but like I know it's not the same as just like, you know, walking as if I was walking to you. Right. So I'm like looking at all these, looking at all these and I'm like, okay, you got this, you got this. I get there and I'm just like, oh my God, what? I left and I'm like, what am I doing? Wow. I literally like the imposter syndrome in me was just like, what are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. Like go home and just go back to your nine to five. I literally was just like, what in God's name am I like getting myself into? And then I was just like, wait, no, I did something. I showed up. Maybe I didn't know what I was doing, but now I have an understanding for the next one. So I remember just being like, I have to, I have to just keep going. You, you that's all I can do. Right. You know, so I learned something. I learned it. I used it as a learning experience. And I was just like, I just need one person, one person to just believe in me. And um, I remember it was Raj. It was his, like his um, fashion show. And I had met him at the Curie experience. Um, and he had told me, like, if you want a model, like, you know, I would love to have you in my show, fashion show. And I was like, I'm, I, I DM'd him. I was like, hey, if, you know, you're still looking for a model, I would I would love to still you know walk for you and he said yes and that's the one that was at full market right? yes that's that was, amazing so that was your first one that was my first one wow congratulations thank you it was a cool show yeah it really was and like i said and he's very talented he's very talented his work was amazing both of the artists were like phenomenal and just choosing the outfits was just so much fun and then meeting all the girls was also like such a cool experience 
And it's 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 kind of wild for you to sit there and you know talk about the designer, right? Knowing that Stefania was like the designer yeah. and knowing who she is, is yeah. like the sweetest person on the planet, you know. Yeah, kind of but at that moment, she was that, the scariest person. Right? Like it's so funny the perception you have because you're in your head about it. Yeah, I literally, I was actually terrified when I saw you at the Wonder Museum, because like you caught me off guard, right? I, I didn't recognize you. I look at you and I was like, oh my god, he video like recorded that. And all I was thinking was like, oh, my God, he's like totally remembering how like I that walk was terrible. And I'm just like overthinking it. And I was just like, I'm never showing my face ever again. And then there you were. And I was just like, OK, no way. That's that was going through your head. Dude, yeah, because you you were but you were so nice. And I was just like, I, I don't know what to do right now, because I, all I was thinking was just like how that was just like the worst moment of my life. But I was just like, but you did it. Yeah, you know, so it was like it's that weird battle where you do have that imposter syndrome where it's you think that you shouldn't be doing it, but I'm still doing it. So it's like a weird, like almost like arguing with the the like devil and angel, right? Yeah. So what, if uh, looking back, what would you tell yourself going into it, like now to your person to the version of you then going into that casting call? That it's gonna be okay. It, it you know it's gonna be okay. It's your first one. You know, and again, the fact that I have like no like mentor and I'm like YouTubing everything and I'm just asking questions like you're you're just getting the experience. And that's just the one show of many. And I can't remember her name, but she told me that was the same thing she told me in um, the networking event. I met her at Career Experience. She's like, it's one show of 100. Right. And it's, no one didn't remember it. Remember it. Like it's you. Yeah. And you hold on to those things. Yeah. And what have you found now that you've done it in terms of how, you know, learning through YouTube videos and you know, is, yeah, I guess the, the level of difficulty, do you find it easier? Is it something that comes a little more natural to you? There, there's moments where it does come more naturally to me, um, but it's still like a learning experience where I'm still asking questions. I'm like looking for you know, critiques. Um, and I, those critiques, I learned to not take them in a negative aspect. Yeah. So I've learned to take those as, a, again, those stepping stones, those tools to put under my belt so I can keep keep succeeding as a model. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a life lesson, right? Yeah. I mean, not just for that. And how is that, I guess, have you noticed a change in you overall because of these experiences? I think whenever you go do something that's uncomfortable, right, and you learn to overcome that, it changes you as a person. Have you found that for yourself, that in life it's it's helped you in other areas? I would say so. Yeah, I would say it definitely, like you said, it takes courage to do something like that. So it's almost finding that courage and that support within myself so I can believe in myself um, despite like the million voices in the back of my head saying like what are you doing and still being able to like move forward and say like I did it and that everything's going to be okay and you know there's going to be the next one if this one didn't work out 100 percent. so tell me a little bit about how with with working uh you know your nine to five well not really nine to five because you were working a lot yeah sport right yes and do you do you see yourself ever going back to things like that or is this now a new life for you where you want to go all in i want to go all in really i want to go all in like and i i kept thinking about this because like when I was at Export and I was like doing great, like I wanted to be a regional. I wanted to be more a part of this like company that I like wholeheartedly like believed in and was all in for. But when things just weren't working and then like it started to kind of almost like crumble within itself, 
all of a sudden, like, that fulfillment was no longer there. And it's almost like a wake-up call. It was almost like, this isn't what you were meant to do. Yeah. You know, like, you're good at what you're doing, but it, it's not something I want to do 10 years from now. So, like, kind of working both worlds. Like, I stepped down as a manager. I stepped down. And I became just a sales associate. So I still I still need to pay my bills. Right, so right. I needed to do something that was less time consuming. And it was just kind of like me punching in, doing what I needed to do, and then being able to do what I had to do right after. So I became the morning sales associate. So I was there from 7 a.m. till 3.30. Mm-hmm. And so I would always have my shows, my casting calls, or the networking events right after. I would come to work with my little modeling suitcase and have everything I needed to get ready and then go to the photo shoot, to the event, whatever, straight after work. Yeah. And so since, since you know, started doing this, when it comes to the way that you market yourself or you're talking about personal brand, you know, how has that um, evolved or how have you developed that in a way that you can communicate that? So in terms of, you know, reaching out to people or whether it be social media, whether it be like, you know, the the images that you have in, in some sort of way, like a portfolio, what what have you found to be necessary in order to um, get those, you know, opportunities? Definitely kind of, well, I kind of started doing this too with the other models is kind of just sharing that information, like those casting calls have been something. Um, so kind of like sharing the wealth um, and then just always like constantly like looking for the like those calls, whether is it through like the Eventbrite or um, like Facebook and kind of just reaching out to photographers too and be like, hey, like, you know, I would love to work with you. This is my like current work. This is my social media handles. Um, and I have had to kind of change my social media um so i'm kind of like under a rebrand um because now that i have a little more information a little more knowledge i want to set it up into a way where i can uh, have like people immediately just look and be like oh she's she's the one we're looking for yeah um so kind of separating kind of my personal life and like kind of my my brand yeah um so creating like two separate like accounts like an email that's just solely for you know sending out emails to these like uh, event coordinators and be like hey if you need a model you know here's my comp card here are my headshots you know i'd love to work with you guys if you have any more information just reach out yeah and and i think one of the biggest uh fears people have in any area is rejection right and it's just such a part of anything you do right i yeah. don't care if you're world famous anything Nothing's guaranteed. No. So how, how do you handle rejection and what advice would you give in terms of overcoming that when that happens to you? Um, you know, I have to say Export definitely did uh, <laughs> kind of help me with the rejection part where, you know, where you're hearing no on certain things. Yeah. But um, it's kind of just like getting that information, taking it in, because, again, like it's going to be a no, but there's always going to be another one. There's always going to be another casting call. There's always going to be another, you know, chance. I like to always sometimes take it and then maybe ask like, hey, like today it was a no, but you know, what is it that I can do so that the next time it turns into a yes? And how do you go about that? Is it, do you reach out to the, you know, the the people running the casting call or, and just say, hey, what are, why, why didn't I make it or? Yeah, sometimes it's just as simple as that. Um, you know, just reaching out being like, hey, like totally understand, you know, just, you know, point me in the right direction. Cause that's the thing is like, yeah, you can get a no, but there was a reason why there was a no. So if you can understand the, those basics and then like apply it to your learning experience and, you know, making yourself if, it, if it's modeling that you're doing and, you know, it's a career. So you want to always better yourself in that career and push yourself forward. That's amazing. 
and it's such a positive outlook, but it does. It translates into everything you do, you know, when whether you're going for a job interview, whether you're working in sales, like, hey, how come you decided not to go with me or what I'm, you know, doing or what I'm selling? And it, it's, it's, yeah, it's a learning experience. Like you said, you did the first one and you learned so much from it. And yeah. you are, like, now you're doing runway shows. Yes. So what's next for you? What, what's on the horizon? What do you hope for? What are you working towards? I know that we talk about working together. Hopefully that, you know, that everything just is amazing with that and, and it leads you to more of that. But yeah, talk to me a little bit about that dream and that vision you have for what you're doing now. Yeah, which I'm so excited, you know, to work with you. Um, such great energy I've gotten and I'm excited to see what we do bring. And Likewise, likewise. Nothing <laughs> but great energy, nothing but good vibes for you. So yes. always smiling and always positive. Yes. Um, I think the the dream is to just keep, keep pushing forward. Um doing more shows, um, building that kind of like network. Um, I want to do more runways. Um, and man, I would love to be in like, w- to say once that I was in the New York fashion like week, you know, that would be so cool to do. Um, but I also want to like work on my brand and kind of give back to the community, uh, whether it's like, you know, to my fellow Latinos, um, you know, back to the models too. Cause like I said, I had that like opportunity of like just quickly mentoring these young girls on like how to just do a, a quick little walk for that Brazilian bikini show. And it did bring like almost like a purpose, you know, like it was like so amazing to just see them like first, like almost like stumble at first, like, you know, like they were like little kids and then like eventually like they did it. And then that joy that they got from it, I was just like, I want to bring that more, you know, just bring that more support because it's just so important to just support one another and like in your dreams and stuff like that, because it's scary. It's scary to just start. And then to just be able to say you're doing it, like, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's just evolving. I mean, you see that Chicago is making a big push for fashion and, mm-hmm. you know, having our own fashion week at some point. Hopefully it's on the level of, you know, Milan, Paris, New yeah. York, right? That would be so awesome. And it's a, the vibe here is so different. So different. So different. Because like I said, like, I didn't know what the vibes were going to be. Like, you, you know, you could have gotten like a group of just people that like were stuck up. But instead, it's like a, a support team, everyone that's like, oh, you did that. Like, that's awesome. Like, you're doing so well. Like, that's amazing to have. And it's a pretty small community. It's not huge, right? No, I, I'm like surprised. Like, you know, I'm going to these Keurig, uh, like events and stuff like that. Um, and you, you just realize how small the world is like in that community. A hundred percent. So if people want to, you know, reach out, follow you, support you, where can they find you online or on social media? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and on TikTok right now where it's under Velvet Moon Rose. Uh, so that is my handles. So if you'd like to check out my work, definitely. Velvet Moon Rose. Where that? Tell me about that. Okay, so that one, <laughs> there is a story I'm too. I'm sure, I'm sure. That's very specific. <laughs> um, so Velvet is uh, referring to Red Velvet because I absolutely love like Red Velvet. Anything, cupcakes, uh, cookies, <laughs> and stuff like that. The moon, uh, I'm always the type of person that like is like, ooh, look, the moon's out. <laughs> so I'm always pointing that out. And uh, Rose is because me and my mom's favorite flower roses oh that's really sweet well Leticia I really appreciate you joining me I know we have so many more conversations to have and I'm really looking forward to it but until then you know thank you for for being here and also just being you and being a part of this beautiful community thank you so much honestly it's been a pleasure getting to know you and just being part of this experience too